Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. Have you ever tried to get somebody to change their mind about something? Maybe your brother was getting involved with something that you knew was really wrong, and you tried to warn and convince him that following through with that kind of activity would bring devastating consequences in his life. Maybe he was thinking about getting a divorce, and you tried to convince him to stick it out for the sake of, of charity and for the children and, and for Christ. And this reminds me of the Christian life. As a Christian, we are called to convert others and try to get them to change their mind about certain behaviors or opinions that they may hold. At times, people might not want to listen, but as a Christian, we must make the initial attempt to turn people from darkness to the light of God's truth. We must become a part of convincing others to obey the will of God. James 5, uh, beginning of verse 19, uh, says, Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. You know, as a loving parent, sometimes we really don't even think about it. But we do the same thing each day with our own children. When they get involved doing something wrong, we turn them around and we guide them in the right direction. Instead of allowing them to participate in bad behavior, we redirect them to what is good and beneficial to both themselves and to the family. We are educating them daily, converting them from wrong to right. And although children can be more easily persuaded because of parental authority, adults can be a little more difficult. As adults, everybody has the freedom to make their own decisions, and we cannot live their lives for them, obviously. But as a believer, we are to make the attempt to warn and to persuade others to do the right thing. This is exactly what the apostles and the disciples of the Lord were doing, converting sinners. God uses reformed sinners to convert other sinners. 1 Peter chapter 4, beginning in verse 3. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, Excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them, to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 says, This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. Many people uh, want to do their own thing in this life. Or they want to live their lives the way that they want to live. But there's a right way and there's a wrong way to do things, especially in regards to obtaining eternal life. In our carnal nature, we naturally choose the wrong things in life. Although it may feel like the right thing to do at the time, in the end, it's the wrong path to follow. Proverbs 14, verse 12, There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You know, interesting enough, this same warning is repeated a few chapters later. Look at Proverbs 16, 25. It says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Inside each of us is the carnal nature. It is a deceiver and a liar that tries to convince you 
to go against the will of God. Romans 7, uh, beginning of verse 19 says, For the good that I would, I do not. But the evil which I would not, that I do. Now, I, if I do that I would not, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. You know, one must always remember that the disciples were trying to convert people, not because they were better than others, but because he wanted them to be saved. God's going to punish sin. And this is why we need to be converted and believe the truth of Scripture. We need to repent or perish today. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to turn away from the way of the world to the way of Christ. Conversion is about changing your mind from one opinion or practice to another. It's turning away from the things that you want to do to the things that God wants you to do. Scriptures teach us that in order to obtain eternal life, we must be transformed. We need to become new creatures in Christ. We need to become a new man. Conversion is a change that results in becoming used in a different way than we have in our past. Look at Romans 12, beginning of verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be it transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, sometimes I, I think of the human mind as putty that has been shaped by the teachings and the ideologies of this world. But as a Christian, we are trying to get people to recognize the error of their way to reshape their opinions. You see, we, we should have a great desire to point them to the truth of Holy Scripture. God wants, uh, he, he wants us to be something else, something different. He wants us to transform from sinners into saints. He doesn't want people to perish. He wants them to repent. 2 Peter 3, uh, beginning of verse 8 says, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. That one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Look at Ephesians, beginning uh, at chapter 4, verse 22. That you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. To convert somebody else means to cause them to change their opinion. And this change can result in a departure from the way that they currently live their lives. Uh, instead of yielding themselves to the carnal nature, they begin to submit themselves to the will of God. They begin to change in their character or their function. Instead of serving the things of this world, they start to serve the things of Christ. So instead of being used for their own purpose, they become used for God's purpose. The Apostle Paul was attempting to turn people to the truth so they could obtain eternal life. Look at Acts 26, beginning at verse 16. It says, But rise and stand upon thy feet, 
For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto this, the heavenly vision, uh, but showed first unto them of Damascus and at Jerusalem and throughout all the coasts of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God and do works meet for repentance. You know, knowing that people are going to perish should cause you to want to reach out in an attempt to save and to convert them. Matthew 18, verse 3 says, uh, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become his little children, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's a kind and loving thing to try to help others to see the error of their way. This is what the apostles and disciples of Christ spent their lives doing as they helped the church each day and tried to convince others. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.